0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Milo Matera, fourth grade student, awesome gamer, and a fabulous cook. Really looking forward to a chat today on Well Played, which is a part of our on-podcast media network. Today's episode is going to be a fun one. We are chatting about Family Game Night, or in our house, we like to call it Daddy-Daughter Game Night, season four, episode 49. So let's get started chatting. Here's my co-host to kick it off.
1: Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you Mila for kicking off well played's 49th episode. I am so excited to be here with you, my favorite person to play games with.
0: That's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is you. Uh so, you know, you this is not your first time on the show. You've been on here no. once before, probably yes. about a year ago actually.
0: Probably. It's been a big change in that year, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> it has. There has been uh, a whole lot of change. And uh, I guess this kind of brings me to the topic at hand, right? The idea of family game night Yes. Uh, is something that you and I have always been big fans of. We've done some YouTube videos together, Definitely. Uh, even pre-corona. But now, now that there's corona and everybody's sort of stuck in their houses and doing all these things in their houses, I think it's even a bigger reason, Myla, to even play games with the family, so that you don't just, you know, go into your separate rooms. You don't just uh, watch Netflix all the time.
0: Yeah, definitely, that is very important. Also, with the outsideness, you can play games outside.
1: That's that's true. There are outside games as well. Uh, so, with family game night, what I, I know probably top of the list for everybody is they're gonna want to know some of the games you like to play. We're gonna get to that in a sec. Okay. That's going to come later in this episode. But for right now, the question that I want to ask you and I kind of want to talk a little bit about is what do you like about family game night?
0: Well, that is a very great question, Daddy. I love game nights because I think it's a time to share food, which I love, and just like smiles and games. And you kind of like my passion and Daddy's passion, and kind of just like the fun. And it's like kind of telling people that. Fun doesn't come from screens. It can come from anything. It can come from games. And so I think when I play games, I feel like it's the challenge to the mind and it's working me to this challenge of whatever the game is. And I think that that's great to do a lot because... Games inspire me to do things. Like in school, when there's a tough problem or something, my dad always says to like think of it as a game. Go through it step-by-step, step, read the instructions, and play it out and lay it out kind of like a game. And that always helps me. And so I feel like games... I love them just because they're so helping and engaging to the mind and to the body and to the heart. And I feel like after I play them and while I'm playing them, even before I'm playing them, just to look forward to it, I'm always so pumped and excited. And with that's a, COVID, that's yeah, go a, Hang
1: on, I mean, that's a pretty solid answer. So we got to unpack that answer. You can't, yeah. just keep, can't just keep talking. She's a talker, everybody. I She's am. a talker. I'm I wonder where she gets that from. I think so too. Uh, so unpacking what you just said, like games that give you a time to come together, and like you said, kind of fills your heart. Uh, it's it's a fun event, uh, but then I love that it, you transitioned it into even how it helps impact your thinking. You know, on challenging situations in your classroom. Uh, how you know? Can you talk a little bit more about how playing a game gives you that same sort of stamina, that same sort of like mm, muscle in the classroom?
0: Well, I find that sometimes I'm a very visual person, especially in math. And so I think that when I see math problems or something, I kind of have like a light flick on in my head. That's like, okay, game mode, like sort this out. Like I would if I was playing a (laughs) game. So I'm like, if these were cards, let's stack them into this pile and count how many are here or something like that i like i don't really have a problem in my head but let's say it was like johnny had 10 apples and rebecca had five
1: we get it we don't have to go through the problem but but like you 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 approach it just like that board game where you might want to see like well how many points would i get if i do it this way yes and then like wait a minute but if i do it that way Mm -hmm. i'll get some more points
0: yeah it's kind of like i have like a super vision That's my superpower. I can like see a game in anything.
1: Well, it's awesome that you say that because like actually that's what they sort of talk about when you get into like the adult like study of games. That's called information literacy. The ability to sort of read a, a changing situation because a board game is kind of like a moving puzzle. Yeah. Like based on what I do, that might change your move. And what, you know, like if we have exactly, friends over, like, like their move might change your move. So you have to like constantly like reshuffling and like, well, I wanted to buy this billion, but they bought that billion. So what's, yeah. what's the next best purchase for me?
0: I always think too deeply into one move and then you always steal it from me. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a plan B.
1: <laughs> yeah, that plan B is an important thing. You beat me this morning. I and, did. And, I'm in Kala. You did. You had, you had me on that one. So uh, this idea. All right. So it, it's helping you in school. Uh, yes. how about this what's you know like you have been playing board games and card games with your uh, dad for quite some time since you like were a wee a wee little one I bought little board games to get you kind of excited about it
0: yeah
1: and then just sort of continue to dial it up Uh, looking back on some of those memories
0: I like memories
1: what What is, what is, what would you say are some of the memories that you're going to like, when you get older, like, what are you going to think about these family game nights, these board game moments and days, you know, traditions, these kind of things?
0: Well, I think that this is like before COVID time. So picture that in your head, if you can. Um,
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, but me and my dad would always go on like Saturday or Sunday, we'd go to a-, a coffee shop right by our house. And we can just walk there and we would bring games. And it was kind of like a family owned business. So we knew the people there. And we would always get kind of these cool drinks and we would head up to a table and then we would sit there for like two to three hours straight just playing games till our heads exploded from the fun and it was so awesome just the laughter filled the room and I would say me and my dad definitely love to like bring strangers just like to the fun you know like even if they're not playing like our laughter can be like telling this old man like oh my gosh you seem to have so much fun it's and so like, true
1: people would come over and be like what do you guys playing? i've never seen this game
0: yeah and so it's just so like dad always says engaging to have those memories locked and those fun things so that's definitely fun and another thing is airport games have you ever heard of that
1: ah tell us so, a little bit about that
0: my dad always carries this one game. I see it in his backpack after he travels all the time. He never takes it out. It's called, like, Hive or something like that, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. and so he just finds people who are waiting until they're boarded just to be like, you want to play this game? You know, it's easy, simple. It can teach you, and they just sit on the floor and play this game until they're boarding, and I think that's just so cool. Like, he's just changing the world. Like, it's not like you have to sit on your phone and wait, you know? You can go and play a game and it's just so great like we me and my dad were once sitting in the on the in in the airport and we um we brought out that game and we started playing and this one guy next to us in, in the chair was like, Ooh, what are you playing? And we just let him play with us. And it was just so awesome how he recognized that and we started playing together. And so I think that's just really cool with the connection that you can play games anywhere with anyone and you can kind of make quick little friends. And so I thought that was really cool too.
1: Uh, I do like that. That is a piece for me about that. Now, this is kind of getting away from family game night, but I do love bringing people into. This game world because yes. I just think it's something that like more families should be doing, more people should be doing. It is a great hobby. Uh, all things considered, it's an inexpensive one when you think about going out to eat and all these other things. Having a game that you're going to own now and you can play with your family, I definitely think more families should put that in their budget. You know, try to pick up a mm-hmm. game or two every like month or two, and your game library will grow and so will the fun memories with your hmm. your your family and your friends uh hopefully as you said corona maybe will wrap yes, up here and we definitely. can actually have friends over that would be awesome uh your story of our saturday sunday coffee shop we would load the bag like we would yeah put a backpack, i don't even we'd...
0: think we could zipper it <laughs> yeah i think that up was one problem with
1: like three four games and we'd head down there and it was so much fun uh, I love that you're going to remember that and like forever and, and maybe do that with your kids someday. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now, I did tease out to everyone that we would eventually share some of the games that you really, really love. Uh, why don't we uh, just give you open mic on that a little bit and, you know, I'll, I'll have some follow-up questions for sure.
0: Awesome. Well... I know that like probably people who are listening to this are parents or grandparents or friends of people. And so I want to kind of give you a variety for all ages because I feel like some people... How old f- are you? I'm 10. So, and I've been playing more games since I was like born. So...
1: Almost. Have, that is almost yeah. a true statement.
0: Yeah. So I have like a variety of games for you. So stick around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say that... Um, these this is a game company called Hubba. I think Hubba. Hubba, sorry, I don't know how
1: H A B A.
0: Yeah. And so those I think are really like good games if you've kinda slowly played games with your child like Goldfish or Uno you know, might be a little too complicated, but you get what I'm saying. And so Hubba, one of my favorite games that I remember playing as a kid was Monza.
1: I love Monza. <laughs> love so me much some fun. Monza.
0: It kind of like teaches kids about their colors too. And so you're on this racetrack and you got these cars and dice and you roll the dice and they have little colored dots. And whatever colored dots you get, you try to move your race car through the track with using those colors. And so I think that's really cool. And I think that just really started one of my game passions with that game. We played a lot and I got better at it. And it was just so much fun. So I recommend picking that one up. Uh, one of my favorite games that I hit that stage where it was like, can we like always play this game was Eldorado. Now that's a step, step, step up. Um, but it's super fun you're trying to get to the gold El Dorado, and you're over this whole course and you get these tiles and you have to go over kind of these obstacle courses ish and so it's really fun and I don't want to spoil the whole game for you I'm a very I big movie spoiler
1: highly so. recommend these two games so if you have young if you have littles Mons is a great game that was one of the ones that I like got my into gaming and if you have a little more middles, like a little older, uh, Eldorado is a great game that yes. uh, has a lot of variability, too. So like,
0: yeah, and you can change up the board, which you like a lot. Like It's not like you have to play the same game over and over again whenever you play, which is, that's pretty cool, too.
1: That's awesome. Yes. That's just awesome. That is. Uh, and it's a deck builder, which means you're going to start with, like, everybody's going to start with the same deck of cards. And then over the game you're gonna be kind of buying cards and changing your deck. And it's so fun to see like what cards you add versus what cards I add and like see how that plays out and those decisions and then almost every time we play it, I almost immediately want to be like, Yeah, let's let's can we just can we just do that again?
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's really awesome. All right,
1: what's another one that you absolutely love? These are great suggestions, people.
0: Well, we do have a whole shelf of games, so it's really hard to pick. But I will say uh, this new one that Dad got—I'm blanking on the name. You
1: tell me a little bit about it, and I'll tell you the name.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm really bad with names. So name
1: coming soon, right now.
0: Um, so it's—you get this paper, and you can get uh. The big side or the small side with little hexagons. Oh, it's Trails of Tucana. I remember. That's
1: it. Trails of Tucana. Okay.
0: You definitely have to pick up Trails of Tucana. And so it's kind of hard to explain. But there's these little objects and you're trying to connect a path to a letter to a letter. So if it was E to E. You would try to get it E to E. And you'd have to go through these obstacles. And you have these cards that flip out that say you can go through a mountain or through water or through grasslands or sand or river I don't know if I said that already um, and so you have to kind of make your way through it and you can l- collect objects on your way which then can go up to a little corner that you shade in and it gets you points or if you have like two or three of them it gets you to place like one of your roads or something like that and so it's really easy you can bring it places as long as you have a clipboard or hard surface around you it's really fun to play and so I recommend that one definitely.
1: That is a great roll and write, which also for you educators out there means you can totally use it in your classroom with unlimited number of players. It is amazing.
0: Yeah. What we like to do too is laminate them when it's with the papers and the big stack of paper. So we laminate like however many players can play and so that we just have those on hand so we don't have to waste paper every time we use one.
1: So true. Uh, All right. So we got Trails of Takana. Great little roll and write. Takes like 20 minutes, 30 minutes to play Tops. I'd almost say 30 minutes, and that includes directions. I'd almost go that far.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
1: Uh, Monza. And then we also have uh, Eldorado. Another one that I know is a super fun game that we enjoy was Parks.
0: Oh, we just got Parks. It is amazing.
1: It's amazing. It's a beautiful. Oh game. yeah.
0: The art. This Even if if, if 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 it just was the art, it would get a like a ten star out of five star. But then when it when it's with the game and the beauty, it's like a Mwah. like pie if that's a big number. I'm not really sure.
1: <laughs> Pi is three point one four.
0: Oh, maybe that's small. Then let's <laughs> go the the biggest number around nowadays.
1: I don't know what that would be. I but don't we just in your head, it's big.
0: Yeah. It's really big.
1: Just think big. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, super fun. Beautiful game. Definitely check out Parks. Uh, there again, lots of variability. Super fun. Easy to pick up. Could teach yeah. anyone, which is awesome. Very inviting for other people to come in and play.
0: Easy too. So like even if you have like a five or six year old if they're really good with the games, that would actually be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Lots are just based on icons. So like not a whole lot of reading they would have to be done. So, uh, you really could play it with almost any age. Yeah. Uh, so, definitely check that one out. Definitely. All right. Mila. family game yes. night. We've talked a little bit about tradition. We've talked a little bit about your joy and your love of it. Yes. Yes. Now, my question is, if you had some advice for some of these teachers out there that most of them have families that uh they got kiddos what advice would you give them you're talking directly to a bunch of teachers right now like well played podcast mile gets about you know 500 plays in a week so you're you got 500 teachers listening to you what yeah. advice would you want to give the, the teacher and the parent about games
0: okay well i don't know what grade you teach what you do teach, like my dad teaches history, but I think that games can be played in almost every classroom, almost every age, as long as you give it the effort and the playful enjoy it needs to be played, and so I think that really any of the games we mentioned would be great, but uh, I know there's, I think this is the name, the Cabbage Game site,
1: Oh, Cabbages okay. and Kings.
0: Cabbages and Kings. I dot feel like games. you should dot games. That that's in, that's the important part. Um uh, you you should definitely check that out. I know that a lot of our games we get from there and it's a local website. It's like super like family owned and so it's super nice. Stephanie and great. Crawford. Yes.
1: And her husband owned that game shop and it is a great people to pick up games from. Wonderful plug there, Mila.
0: Thank you, thank you very much.
1: Uh, so definitely check them out. You'd be helping out a fellow educator and wonderful family. And if they don't have the game, they definitely you can give them a call, and they will definitely acquire it for you and ship it out to you prontissimo. Uh, so I would say, what a great bit of advice is: try to find spaces and places in your classroom and in your lives to build in these playful moments, whether it be with a traditional board game or just some game, game-like game activities in your class or in your life for sure.
0: Definitely also what I like to do sometimes as well is to make up my own game. And so I know some of you are thinking like, like make up a tag kind of game. No, I mean like you can sit down and do it. So I kind of think of what the games I've played and I like and then I try to kind of combine them and try to think of something new. And so, also that's pretty cool too.
1: That is awesome and fun to do. We, uh, When I upgrade some of my board games I save some of our pieces so that Milo and I can kind of try to invent little games. Super fun.
0: Yeah. One, just one quick thing are these pocket games that dad has been getting we they are that, awesome we'll we get are, to it later but we're
1: gonna get that in another episode because these pocket games are super awesome i can't wait to tell you They'd guys It'd
0: probably about. take us hours and days to not remember. hours and
1: days but it would definitely be a whole episode so if you want to know more about pocket games let me know because that might be on my youtube channel if you want that let us know Put, drop it in the comments. Uh, All right. Myla, it is time for reflection. And reflection is, I give you a quote, and you kind of like spin how this quote works with what we talked about today. This one comes from Roald Dahl. Uh, Definitely a famous author. You've read some of his things like the BFG. Uh, I know. Good book. Good book. Uh, This one. Great quote for today. Life is more fun if you play games.
0: I... One million thousand six hundred ninety-two billion percent agree with that quote. I might need to tape it to my wall. Like it is just speaking the joy and the oh, it's making me melt over here. It's just so juicy with like five words or something like that. And so I think that it just can you read the quote again? Sorry, I need life is
1: more fun if you play games.
0: Yes, life can be way more fun if you play games. Walking down the street, taking a walk. Maybe you could think like you're in a video game, walking down to get an enchanted meat or cheese from the store. Like, I think, think at that, that.
1: I just think that life can be super playful. Like Mila just said, you can kind of even play a game within your life, but also just remembering that games bring people together. It's about joy. It's about that playful spirit. It's about learning something new, which we do as teachers. We ask our students to learn something new every day. So sit down at that table, learn a game, and and challenge yourself. Uh, Everyone, thank you so much for coming on, listening to Well Played. Myla, thank you so much for being my guest this week.
0: Slash host. I was the host today. Slash
1: host. Did not mean to bring you down a peg there
0: yeah so thank you for watching so much yes and thank you daddy for being my host
1: oh we got a british british host now we're international all right everyone thank you so much for being part of the well-played community i love each and every week where we send this out into the space where we spread that joy and that's what i'm all about uh if you want check out my youtube channel which is also about finding joy in the journey both in and out of the classroom And also check out my new endeavor, emc2learning.com. Love to have you part of that community of growing educators. All right, everybody. Take care and play on.